Hi, and welcome to another episode of Nothing to Hide. My name is Kevin. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing dating. Um, I am the last person that you should be taking any dating advice from. I would dare say that I am the worst when it comes to dating. Um, but yeah, let's jump right into it. So I am currently single and um, I think the last time that I had sex was over a year ago. I don't do the dating apps and strangely, I feel more comfortable kind of just like cold approaching um, women. Uh, I'm, I consider myself cisgender or straight, whichever perspective you come from. But um, yeah, I, uh, I do, I, interestingly, I have a lot more success with uh, cold approaches, but at the same time, I'm absolutely petrified of, of doing that. Another interesting point that I want to add that I just thought of right now was if the intention isn't to date, I have no problem starting up conversations with random people. But yet, when I'm starting to have those thoughts of vesting interest and, you know, potentially, you know, um, having a girlfriend or what have you, it changes my entire uh, mindset. You know, I, I get all the the consistent symptoms, the butterflies in your stomach, you know, I, I feel like I have like a frog in my throat. I just can't get the words out sometimes. Um, context is all wacky. But interestingly enough, when I do manage to get past that and you know, I say whatever I say, it usually often turns out into a pretty good conversation at the very least. And whether it's true or not, more times than not, more times than not, if I don't get uh, a phone number or any interest, it's because they're already dating someone, they're already involved with someone. Uh, that Again, that could be a lie, but it's it's a nice lie. I I don't mind it at all. The rejection isn't as bad. Um, interesting point though. There was uh, one uh, past girlfriend, ex girlfriend, that I uh, obviously tried to pursue, and when I asked if she was seeing anyone. She, she said yes, and, uh, you know, I just, I, I smiled and I, I thanked her for the conversation or, or whatever, and then I, I walked away. I'd say, I think maybe not even five minutes later, she came back and approached me, and she admitted that she wasn't really interested in dating anyone, which is why she said yes to having a boyfriend. But uh, in reality, she did not. 
and that she would be interested in hanging out, as she put it, and uh, offered to give me her number. So uh, that that worked out as well. And we ended up dating for, I think, a year and a half. So um, again, full disclosure, don't take any dating advice from me. Um, I am probably the worst at it. But as far as dating me goes, um, I would say that I definitely kind of grew up old fashioned and I definitely believe in um, like definitely picking up the tab on the first date at the very least. And I didn't know this, but somehow I picked it up when I was growing up. But I really do get a lot of uh, satisfaction um, when I'm able to provide. So be that in paying for dinners or paying for dates or paying for gifts. I definitely get pleasure in, um, in being a provider. Now, uh, a couple of the books that I read recently, um, like The Evolution of Desire, for example, does a really deep dive into why um, traditionally men have been known as the hunters and women known as the gatherers. And it looks at several um, ancient tribes as well as modern day tribes. And it does a really good job in explaining why men are typically, why men typically do well when they have uh, not a significant amount, but a stable amount of economic wealth or resources, and why women particularly do well uh, as far as uh, being attractive, uh, being healthy, being fit, and and it's a, it's a really interesting book. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I somehow picked up when I was younger, whether it was from the influence of television, uh, which was truly the building blocks of my education when I was growing up, and recognizing that almost it's, it's like when you're able to show that you have a degree of uh, protecting someone um, by way of, you know, economic security or by way of like physical strength, which uh, the book also details is um, is considered attractive to um, to the opposite sex. It um, it, it really kind of gotten ingrained in my uh, approach to dating. Now, as far as success goes, uh, I'm not saying that if you continuously just offer gifts and shower someone that they will um, that they will date you, although I'm sure it will be very enticing, but where their heart lies when they when they do start dating you, may differ from someone that you date just by way of uh, personality, um, connection, you know, all that other stuff. 
emotion. So there's a fine line. There's a fine line when you're dating someone and they come in with an enormous amount of economic resources. Um, and if you decide to date someone, when, when you have that initial connection and then uncover the economic resources, I would say that the connection is far more uh, important because economic resources come and go, just like anything in life. Nothing is permanent. If anything, it's the impermanence, which is permanent. So at the end of the day, if someone were to go um, belly up as far as their career or, or the economy, a pandemic, and they no longer have the economic security to support you, um, you're going to be looking for the first ticket out of Dodge. So um, I've been telling people, friends, family, um, that I'm going to be signing up for the dating apps uh, primarily because it was already challenging or I felt it was challenging for me to approach anyone I found attractive just to spark up a conversation. But now with the mask and social distancing, I think it's going to be near impossible. So I'm going to try my hand at the, the dating apps and uh, online dating. But the interesting thing about that is I'm not one to, to take any photos of myself. I'm not one to take any photos anymore. I think when I first got on Instagram, I easily had in excess of thousands of pictures posted, posted online on Instagram. Um, I think prior to that, I did some on Facebook, but not really. Um, but then obviously I, I went to Costa Rica, I did ayahuasca, I did all these, you know, um, self-improvement and self-help changes and, and things of that nature. And I, it just, I totally did, you know, a 720, if you will, and felt that I didn't want to expose and uh, reveal everything that was happening in my life or, or even scenes or images that I found found interesting or insightful or, or any of that. So I have um, almost little to no presence uh, on social media now. And for those of you that have been following along, I did take, I think, a, a half year hiatus from social media where I completely just disconnected. I closed down my accounts. Um, I recently came back on, but I'm still finding it like unappealing to post pictures or and uh, at the very least um, to put a picture of myself on I have all these internal reservations I don't know why I think it's just the more you get into um, some of these conspiracy theories and not that I am a conspiracy theorist but it's just you understand how these social media platforms work and you recognize that you are truly the bread and butter by way of the information that you post about yourself, about your life, about your friends, about your family and how these social media platforms 
leverage that free information to to make money. Now, I'm a little OP and I'm going to be negligible as far as the amount of money they're going to make off of me. I'm sure, you know, the amount of money they're making off of the Kardashians or, you know, celebrities, uh, sports athletes, Kanye West, you name it. They're definitely, you know, killing the game with them. So I know I'm just, you know, I'm small potatoes, so it's not it's not really a big deal. So some of you are probably saying, you know, get over yourself. But at the same time, I don't want to feed into the machine. I don't want to contribute. Anyways, that's a whole other conversation. So I'm going to try my hand at dating apps. Um, again, I haven't taken any photos of myself, uh, not only recently, but probably anything, anything that's up to date. So um gonna need to get some some more recent pictures so that uh i'm not um leading anyone on i think that's the worst you can only imagine meeting someone and you're like you are not the person that i thought i was going to be meeting and they tell you that oh yeah that was a picture of me when i was in college it's like what uh i forgot what that's called but anyways um, yeah, I'm going to try my hand at the dating apps. Would appreciate any tips or advice um, if any of you are rather successful at it. Um, so yeah, I think dating today is probably far harder than it ever was. I did read uh, an article um, in one of the local um, news feeds about how this one person, probably because of the pandemic and the lack of social interaction, how successful he was at getting dates. And he said he was going on three, four dates on average a week and had the luxury of almost picking and choosing who to date because he just had so many offers. And he said this is really rare for him and that typically he will get maybe one date a month, uh, if that. And so uh, he believes that because of the pandemic, people are, or rather women, are more willing to perhaps lower their standards, I don't know, just because of the lack of social interaction that there is today. He said that it was... Uh, it was really, it was really, he was really successful. He was really enjoying himself. And the dates are ranging from um, some women. He says, I think, I think out of the four dates that he had that one week, he did um, kiss one. Um, but the others, uh, they were a little bit more uh, conservative and were taking more precautions because obviously the, the pandemic, but he said they were still great dates and definitely uh, believes that there's going to be, or knows that there's going to be follow-ups or follow-up dates. Yeah, that was really encouraging to read. Um, now the reality is I'm not going to set any ex expectations. I think right now is a really challenging time, obviously, 
for a lot of people. And so, you know, beyond dating, I think there's more pressing um, needs that need to be addressed. Um, like, we're still, Toronto has moved to stage three, but we're still dragging our feet as far as reopening, you know, fully. What's really positive is that the case numbers of infections, I think were confirmed at 33. Um, I'm not sure if that was for the province of Ontario or uh, just Toronto. I believe it's the province of Ontario. So it's one of the lowest confirmed number of cases that's been reported, which is a very encouraging sign. Um, there are still flights, international flights that are coming in and out of Toronto. And so, and there's confirmed cases of um, COVID-19 on those flights. So that's a, that's still kind of offsetting, in my opinion, the, the low case numbers. But I, I feel that the majority of the citizens are doing their best. I was at like, a, not a mall, but I was at the Manulife Center uh, yesterday um, I went to the gym and, and that in itself is a whole different, um, situation. And I really like it because of the lack of people very rarely, if at all, I haven't really been using too much of the machines, but you don't have to wait for anyone anymore because they've reduced significantly the number of people that could be, uh, working out at any given time. And, uh, for someone that used to go to the gym quite frequently, it is a dream come true. Um, the gym that I go to is already tiny in size. And so, you know, peak time would be, I guess, not too long after New Year's. I'd say probably around February. It's just slammed. And sometimes you have two, three people, even a lineup of people waiting for machines like um, the cardio machines, uh, you know, treadmills, ellipticals, and things like that. But now, because of the, the pandemic, it's reduced to almost uh, just maybe 10 people, I think, at most. And even then, not a lot of people go, um, which is amazing. So yeah, I was at uh, the Manulife Center and I uh, decided to pick up uh, couple things from uh, the grocery store there and while I was making my way there I noticed two people two young guys who weren't wearing masks and they stood out like a sore thumb and I can see everyone else that were wearing masks kind of giving them looks I just went about what I was doing I just ignored them I think I think it's important. I think they themselves felt uncomfortable because they knew. And in a sea of people wearing masks, you can't help but know that, you know, you're sticking out. And I think that in itself is enough. Many of you may argue we need to enforce it. We need to almost uh, condemn that type of non-mask wearing behavior. The reality is... For those that are, are anti-mask people, they are fighting uh, an uphill battle. 
and they're already finding themselves in situations where perhaps people are can't help but be enclosed in, a, in an enclosed space with them and feel uncomfortable and that that fear causes them to lash out restaurants stores are telling them that they they won't be served they they know they know so yeah back to dating i was helping my aunt do some shopping recently we were at a, a local i think no frills uh close to her house oddly even with masks on there were just so many attractive women shopping that day i i actually had to make had to mention it to her i'm like why are why are there so many attractive women shopping here and shopping right now and she and she laughed and normally i would be working on like getting over um that that initial fear to approach someone and and uh and spark up a conversation but obviously due to the the pandemic the you know coronavirus i didn't do any of that totally kept social distancing and it was it was interesting because i don't find that there are a lot of attractive women in toronto but maybe because of the pandemic and its impact as well perhaps i don't know i do have to say that um i don't feel lonely and i know that's really interesting because i would say easily a year ago um i i would find myself just kind of feeling lonely at times and and uh thinking man i i would like to have someone um that i could just hug or you know just someone that i can embrace and have that connection and someone to watch a movie with or to share a joke with or um if i find something interesting a meme uh, a song that i could that it's my go to right and um i think when i felt that i would i would binge social media and then i would get over it right like like everything things will rise things will pass but this pandemic what's really interesting is i rarely if at all felt that i truly have distanced myself not only from um dating or women not intentionally but as far as interacting with friends and family for the most part i've essentially just um not cut everyone off but i've definitely distanced myself um i'm more selective when i choose to meet up with friends um and i to be honest i've only interacted with um one group so far and it's been nice for some strange reason it's just not having not having that and again i'm not saying that i don't miss them i don't miss hanging out with them but what i'm saying is i've become more at peace with being alone and uh you know that impact of loneliness loneliness hasn't creeped in 
to my thoughts almost at all during this pandemic. Um, it's it's very fascinating. I don't know if it's um, my mind has decided to just accept uh, the situation and almost recognizes that it's more dangerous to be interacting with others. But I don't know what it is. Uh, my my spirits are still really high, all things considered. Um, and I'm very fortunate in that respect. I don't think I have any mental health issues. Like, I definitely don't have depression. And it's, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, even during that time when I wasn't on social media, so I couldn't even... Um, see what my friends or family were up to or, you know, things like that. But I still felt really good. I don't know. Can't explain it. Um, so, yeah, going to try my hand at uh, dating apps. Um, my goal is to put up a profile by the end of this week. And uh, if I have any interactions, um, obviously leaving the other party anonymous, I will be doing a follow-up post on how that's going and uh yeah we'll see how it goes so um i hope all of you are doing what's making you feel good while keeping everyone safe keeping yourself safe um i hope i honestly i think it's i've been exercising a lot at home and um uh more recently i've been more focused on um not eating out so much and eating less. And maybe perhaps that is influencing my mood or my thoughts, my emotions, but it's all just funneling into something really good. And perhaps that's what's the most positive. I've been going on walks recently. Um, I did some blood work and uh, my doctor came back and told me that the numbers relating to my liver weren't looking so good. And so he asked if I was smoking weed, which I really wasn't. Um, he was asking if I was doing any drugs, which I'm not. Asking about the alcohol, I'm not drinking. Um, the one thing that I had been doing was taking vitamins um, like glutathione, vitamin D, vitamin C, um, fish oil, and he said, okay, well, those are all things that really shouldn't be negatively impacting your liver. So, but, you know, just for argument's sake, let's just cut that stuff out. So this month, I'm pretty much going like cold turkey, like no vitamins, uh, just drinking water, you know, um, trying to reduce my weight. And I'm going to do some blood work at the end of the month and see how what happens there. But um, all in all, I feel great, you know, um, no issues. And again, I attribute it to uh, exercise. And if you're unable to exercise, just be outdoors um, if you can. And uh, get some of that natural vitamin D from the sun. At the very least, hopefully it will shift um whatever state you're in a little bit more positively so on that note take care of yourselves thanks so much for listening if you have any tips or tricks or advice 
on uh, dating and uh, online dating and dating apps, feel free to email me at nthpod at gmail.com. That's nthpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.